And now, live from Dining Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guest. She's an actress and podcast host who's known to her friends as old chicken tonsils. It's Allie Ward. Chef Jeff is here to show us how he makes hard-boiled eggs with whiskey, a gun, and a blonde. It's always a blonde. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus. Say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little maple mini muffins. That carbohydrate was sent in on Patreon, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen by Kelly Lundquist. I like that people have caught on that I'm a huge fan of alliteration. I'm a fervent fan of fabulous alliteration. Exactly. Full alliteration. (laughs) Full alliteration. Yeah. Uh, Of a phalanx of alliterative words. Uh, and so many of the entries tonight, it was hard to choose because it was just one alliterative carb after another. I'd like to say hello to my guest. Unfortunately, David Huntsberger, uh, we thought he was going to be here, but he cannot join us. But that's okay because look who's here. It's Allie Ward. It's me, not David Huntsberger. But sitting in his I seat. Know. I'm I- sitting in his seat. It's a big deal. I moved up one chair in Dining Room Studios. I'm I don't now, care for that. I got the big cans. So- I like it though because now you're closer to me. I know. I can look at your notes and read over your shoulder. I know. And Daniel taking mm-hmm. advantage, he kind of did some man spreading and moved over three and a half inches to his left, which I he scooched. claims makes all the difference. I scooched and now I see everything clearer. What what this you, is going to be a whole new show for me. What have you gleaned from your tiny, from before you sat, let's say at like 96 degrees and now you're 97 degrees. Just you like were that mostly band. in my periphery. I had a straight on shot of Honey Hutzberger the whole time. Now I can catch both Allie and you in my view. So I think I'll be more in the show today. Probably. I'll be, you're gonna I'll be, be more present. Connected. You're going to be so more, present. Yeah, more present. It's going to be, you're going to be so present, you're going to shift back because you're going to be too in the mix. It'll be too much. Yeah, it's going to be too much. Too I'm, hot. I, I apologize in advance. Thank you. So there's been quite a clamoring for an Allie Allison Allison show. Oh, hell yes. Which would be you, me, and Allison. S- no, sorry. Allie, Allie, Allison show. Like yes. you, me, and Allie Siegel. Ooh. She's going to be a guest on an upcoming Monday show. Her art of celebrities wearing braces mm. is taking off. <laughs> it, she she did a billboard for Kevin and Bean. I mean, sorry. She did a picture of Kevin and Bean. And it's now a billboard. Oh, and funny. she posted that like her t-shirts are going to be sold in a store that she actually shops in what the hell is going on her t-shirts are pretty good yeah so anyway when honey huntsberger dropped out i almost contacted her this was like less than an hour before before the show and then i'm like wait a minute as much as i like alliterate alliteration and also fun with names like how important what am i doing really it's really the whole thing is like just so that there can be two alleys and an allison on a show i think it's a good thing to look forward to yes you know what i mean i think it's good you got to tease it out for it's a bit something that needs planning i do like yeah. the idea of a podcast named ally ally allison though it's like yeah. tony tony tone i remember tony tony tone that was one of the best gaffes in all uh live musical oh award shows. i'm forgetting this gaff i'm also forgetting to introduce jeff but oh he'll wait it was Tony, Tony, Tony. Tone was pronounced 
Tony and someone they won an award at like an MTV Music Award and someone announced them as Tony Tony Tone and everyone's like <laughs> Jesus woman and so now everyone just calls him Tony Tony Tone. That was the Adele Dazeem. Yes, of it their was. Day. I, it by sure the way, was. I laugh about that once every couple months. <laughs> that's, that's one of the greatest. <laughs> so good. Live awards are so. That's why you watch them is to see what mistakes are made that we'll remember for decades. Jeff, hello, and are you familiar with Adele Dazeem? This was John Travolta introducing Adina Menzel at was it what was it at the, was the Oscars? At the Oscars. Oscars. She yes. sang, sings "Let It Go" from Frozen. I think he was yes. introducing that, yes. and he's like, "And Adele Dazeem." Well, he, he, he <laughs> I am not familiar with. Oh, that. you got to look it he's up. Like, it's so good. He's trying to rush through it and hits the name. And he starts, realizes he fucks it up, and he just commits to the fuck yep. up. It's great. <laughs> it's just what comes out of his mouth is just a casserole of sounds. <laughs> they just have nothing to do. I, I actually think about. when Jeff has a moment, perhaps he could look it up and we could play it. So it'll be funny. But hello, Jeff. Welcome to the show. Hi, Elson. I'm ready to start the show. If you're ready to take your hands out of your mouth. Where? <laughs> I believe that is me recounting something dental. Mm. That's what you've missed, Allie, is just me talking about teeth. It's been oh, no. it's been unfair to most everyone. I believe that's me talking about trying to answer something when the dentist has his hands in your mouth. They never understand. We that's were correct. the number one briefcase podcast, Ooh. and we're now the number one tooth podcast. Yes. Uh, in I was, the subgenre of tooth peaks. Yeah, exactly. In fact, I put, so I was, uh, Jimmy Pardo was on my show, the one that aired Monday. I almost said I was just on Jimmy Pardo's show, but I was not, but I was confused because he is very allergic to all animals. So if you have an animal, then you have to go to him oh. to record. Or so he claims. Mm. It's fair. Everyone comes to him. It's so convenient. Isn't it? But, ton of fun with him on the show. Everyone go listen to it. He talks about a celebrity who acts in, in, in an entitled fashion because mm-hmm. Jimmy Pardo's new thing is uh, going to an urban sweat lodge where you get into some kind of sleeping bag thing and like you just sweat it out for uh, 50 minutes or what, an hour while watching Netflix. What's the purpose? Well, if you go to the website, the purpose is like sweating out toxins and a whole bunch of stuff so it's that a, I it's don't. It's a health thing. It's not yes. a spiritual thing. Well, are those really two different things? But he likes it just because he says it's super relaxing. It's Mm -hmm. also supposed to be a weight loss thing. He has no weight to lose, but um, he says it's just very relaxing. Okay. In fact, he used to like going to therapy. I don't know if he's still going to therapy, but he used to like going to therapy because it was like 55 minutes that weren't, it didn't involve show business. And I almost get the sense that this is like a similar thing for him. Just like 55 minutes of you will just lie here and be very relaxed and watch Netflix. And I look at therapy a as a kind of show, though. I'm definitely well, trying to see my therapist as the audience. Who was it who told us that their therapist was like, I have one condition for you. You can't make any jokes. That was Jackie Cation. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's a that's a real hands tied behind the back. I there. know that's a pie eating contest with no hands. But I will sometimes be like, I'll leave a therapy thing and be like, Oh, that episode was about my mom. <laughs> it does feel episodic. Like, what are we going to talk about this? Right. Episode? Yeah. But I don't know. I but also I feel like in therapy, if you live in LA, all you do is talk about work. Yes. You're like, Well, am I going to get any more? Am I going to be able to do a good job on this one? Yeah. So but, I don't know, man. But also, I feel like it's pretty fun to crack your therapist up. Yes. When you I, it's one that. of my great joys. I know. You want your therapist to want to see you. You want your therapist yes. to be like, 
how do I get paid for this hour? <laughs> it's totally. I it's should it, be paying it, her. Yeah. It's when they look at their schedule that they're like, all right. Yes. <laughs> that's what we all want. Yes. That's why we're in therapy is because we need people to love us. Right. Everyone secretly thinks their therapist feels that way about them, right? She's oh, yeah, going to come in of. and do a tight 55. Yeah. 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 Of course, the flip side of that is if they get you to cry, that's their, you know, home yeah. run. They just. Yeah, they win. They win. <laughs> My therapist sent me an email to check on me just to check in and I'll fill fill you guys in on what she was checking in on but to see like see how how I was doing and she's like no obligation to respond at all but you were just on my mind which was very nice of her so I went from like having a whole long thing I wanted to say in the email like filling her in on on you know how the thing went and then being like but maybe that's not that's too much. So then I'll just write like a sentence. Anyway, I didn't write her back until about 25 minutes before my session. I was like, it was so nice of you to send your email. Thanks. <laughs> you know, looking forward to seeing you today. I, t- I psyched myself out of responding to the email. Oh, my therapist told me that that is something that they call the frame. And that is how you treat your therapy appointments or symptomatic of what's going on in your head. So the fact that you choked on an email and sent it right before you went in is part of the frame. And for me, it That's was like, is it, it a was, test though? I don't, I think so. Mine called me out on, he's like, you know, you never schedule any appointments ahead of time. You just email me the week of to see what I have available that's the frame. And I was like, I'm always flying on planes. I never know when I'm around. But that's also your mm. schedule. Like, My I had, dumb. Yeah. I had. I would drop that therapist, by the way. <laughs> no, I, I killed him. Yeah, <laughs> what I did is I <laughs> yeah. choked him with my hand. Okay, good. So anyway, where I was going before, though, is that in a, I've posted a picture of me and Jimmy, and someone said, it's great, but where are the tooth peaks? Oh. So mm. even even I miss my tooth peaks. We all yeah. do. We all do. Guy I who wrote that. that. I was I was there. You were for here that. for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I still miss them. I don't feel more comfortable with my lack of tooth peaks. Yep. Also, by the way, Daniel Jimmy mm. Pardo hates hates hard boiled eggs. Oh, we would get along. I know. Um, did you guys talk about Phantom of the Opera? Not on air, but off air. He wanted to know how never I uh, love, love never, never dies. dies was uh ali ward did you know that there's a sequel to phantom of the opera no it's called love never dies have we talked about it on this show i don't think we have we didn't talk about the fact that we went Uh, yes we went we went we had first row seats which is my favorite my it's this snob's favorite way to see a show even though actual musical theater snobs i think prefer like 10 seats back okay because you can see everything but i prefer right there where you can watch them spit christmas present christmas present far in advance though wow it was so now the action has moved from Paris to Coney Island. Oh. Yeah, it's 10 years in the future. And you know that because there's a song where like the main lyrics are 10 long years. Um, does he have a bionic face or does he still no, wear that No, same mask? old, same okay. old. Yeah, he's keeping it real. All right. But it was not good. Mm. The performers were really good. I The music was good. I listened to the music ahead of time. Everything and- was good. Great, except, except for the story. story. Like the 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 performers were f- amazing. Like the, and Andrew Lloyd Webber's, you know, music is hard to sing, and they killed it. So it was, it's I just heard the, the music ahead of time before we even had tickets, and I was like, I mean, first of all, it was new. I was really into Phantom. I don't care. I'll admit it. Started when I was fifteen. Sure. That's the kind of fifteen-year-old I was, one who was super into Phantom. That's I, when it gets her hooks in you. Crush on Michael Crawford. I mean, till I saw him in something where he wasn't playing the Phantom, some Disney movie, and I thought, turns out I don't have a crush on Michael mm-hmm. Crawford, the mm-hmm. original Phantom. But anyway, 
heard the music and I was like, is oh, this why, is... Is that why when we started dating, you insisted on calling me your angel of music? <laughs> exactly. Mm. Uh, um, I'm sorry. Your humor has distracted me. That's the idea. <laughs> you really <laughs> liked Phantom as a teenager. Yes. Oh, so when I heard the music to Love Never Dies, I was like, I am in 110%. And I still maintain the music is good except for some of it. But it's pretty good if you like Phantom. It doesn't hit the same peaks. I can't stop saying that word because I miss my tooth peaks. But anyway. I miss my tooth peaks. Yeah, around intermission, I I kind of was like, it wouldn't be the worst thing if we left. Oh, but you can't. You can't. I mean, you can, you're but we didn't. Row. Maybe we couldn't have. You're in the yeah, front row. They, that, you're the one, the one group of people they can see. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so we didn't, we didn't bail. We stuck it out. I'm glad. I did. The I very end moved me, actually. It was completely it. unmotivated. It came out of nowhere, and yet I found myself tearing up. It's Listen, I like, I like theater. Pageantry. It, it, was, it was a spectacle. You know, it was silly. Well, what's the plot? Is it just about someone who, like, their GPS isn't working? We can't and really to say potluck? too much without okay. spoiling it, but, like, Although, basically... really, where are they going to go see it? It's not hitting Broadway. I, people might see it. It's yeah. touring. Um the the story is basically ten years later. Phantom is in Coney Island, like she said. He has his own troop of you know these sort of oddballs. Uh, it's like a dark carnival. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. You know, which is kind of like all right, I'm in it. You know, it's got like cool things going on with that. And then um, he under the uh, he, the guise of this other character that doesn't exist hires Christine to come from Paris to She's sing a big solo. She's now a famous opera singer. Yeah, okay. so hires so, her. Right, but, but Raoul, who you remember from the original Phantom, is ha- is like an alcoholic and a, still her husband. They have a son together. He can't make an her alcoholic, happy. But, mm. but he's also an alcoholic and a gambler. So they have money problems. They need the money. She, so they need the job. She's offered a ton of money to come to Coney Island. No, to come to New York and perform it hammerstein's ballroom or whatever but then like a better offer comes from mysterious mr y and lo and behold it's it's our phantom but the first offer was the phantom too oh it was yeah it was all big ruse see i didn't even get it so yeah it's like it's very convoluted and then you know and and then then there's some stuff with meg giri we've we've already lost have you guys ever seen the bodyguard I got free tickets to that. No, I saw the movie and funny. didn't even enjoy that. I saw the musical. I had a friend How who had it? Pantages tickets. She's like, please get, take these off my hands. And I was like, will do. Does, so, now, do they sing, uh, what's that song? I will never. I will love always you. love you. I will always love you. Here's the thing. Here's what you do. You eat half of a weed gummy with your friend. And yeah. then you start to have an existential crisis somewhere in the middle because you realize you've forgotten to pay attention the entire time. That happens to me so frequently in things I watch and I, read just was like half there but i was like sure and then the entire thing is just one one big would tease to just sing the i will always love you song just sing it already and the entire thing is just filler and plot until finally at the end she comes out in a beaded gown she sings it you cry a little bit and then you're like wow we just waited 90 minutes to hear this song (laughs) which by the way is a song from another musical what's it from it's a dolly parton song it's dolly parton from the best little whorehouse in texas no which actually is is pretty entertaining if you want to see. Never that movie. seen it, but I haven't either. <laughs> but musicals, you guys. Sometimes you learn something about yourself, and sometimes you just have half a weed gummy, and you just conk out. Right. What I learned is, turns out, I just like Phantom, the first one. Okay. Yeah, that's a good thing to know about yourself. It is. It's going to be helpful going forward. <laughs> um, I meant to announce that my book signing is May 11th at the Last Bookstore in LA at 7:30. 
p.m. And also, if you don't have a copy of my book, I mean, yes, you could wait to come there. But why not get one now? Go for it. AllisonRosen.com. There's, you, you basically can't go to my website without buying my book. It's just somehow you're on my website. Next thing you know, you're on Amazon buying my book. It installs and, a cookie that automatically buys it. That <laughs> is what you're saying. <laughs> That's actually 100% not true. And I think it would be illegal to do that. But what I am saying is if you go to my website, there's a few different places where you'll see how to get the book um, and, and get it and love it and appreciate it. There is now on Amazon. I was not... I was not going to be someone who looks at the reviews, but turns out I am human. Sure. There's now one negative review. There are all five-star reviews and then one negative review. Someone Mm. who says, it's so poorly written, he (gasps) bailed after 20 pages. Wow. But what I didn't realize, because I thought you couldn't leave a review unless you purchased it. So I'm Mm. like, this is someone who, I mean, obviously has no taste and can't read, but apparently purchased it. But then someone else pointed out, and I didn't bring it up first. Someone else... It was one of the, it was, it was a fan. It was Jay Inslee, who's delightful, um, brought up that this guy, it was an unverified purchase. So he didn't actually buy it. Mm. He's just a troll. Yeah. There's a, there's a big article that just came out in the Washington Post that there's a big scam where people can just pay you. Like if you're some manufacturer in China, you set up a Facebook group and you say, Hey, if you send me a screenshot of the reviews you've done and I'll send money to your PayPal account for a review. Wow. Yeah. It's a That's huge. That's so messed up. Yeah. Like, and, and they're saying, Oh, it's so hard to police. And I thought, why, why don't you just make it so that you can't review it unless you've actually ordered it? That seems I mean, they, they, smarter. They, I yeah, read there, there's a book that just came out where they did do that. So maybe it's like some cases Amazon can turn that on and it's not all the time. I don't know. Um, I would, Anyway, this guy's clearly a Russian right. bot. Clearly. I need to get a copy of the book. I need to I need to go on your website and automatically buy one with cookies. Do it. I'm very excited. <laughs> I wonder if anybody's looked into their in their computer to try to find the cookies. No. I want to make it clear that what? that doesn't I want to make it clear there that, no that you If you go to my website, you do not automatically there's no cookie placed in your bookshelf <laughs> and then you don't wake up with a copy of the book there. Your that does not happen. Y'all gonna have a cookie. Oh, that's a good one. You might get that. Did though. you have something to say, Jeff? Yes, I found the Adele Blabby Blab video. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's hear it. <laughs> Her name is Adina Menzel. Thank you. I love you. There will always be a special place in my heart for the movie musical and for the songs that create their most memorable moments. Here to perform the Oscar nominated, gorgeously <laughs> empowering song, Let It Go. From the Oscar-winning animated movie Frozen, please welcome the wickedly talented one and only Adele Dazeem. Sure. <laughs> oh, it was so much better than I remembered it. I know. The it's, wickedly talented. Because uh, she was in wicked. Only Adele Dazeem. And he's like pronouncing it too, like as though he's really, Adele, let's see, it's pronounced Adele Dazeem. Oh, bless him. <laughs> bless him. I think it's, is it, could it have been... Like a Botox-related brain blip? Does that happen? I don't know. I mean, it's botulism. He might be dyslexic or something. I mean, you know, and have had a drink. I mean, it's a tough name. It's not a common name. It's true. It could have been a Satan in him. In these troubling, troubling times where it's very easy to get down on humanity, here's the thing that can make you feel good about humanity. Let's take a guess how many times this video has been Oh, it's got to be like like 14 million million or something. 1.3 million times. Yes. (laughs) Wow. 
And I'm that will give you not, hope in yeah. humanity. It's, it's really once again. I did that thing that Adam Carolla hated when I ever did, and I don't I think I only did it a couple times, which is where he's like, "Guess how many?" And I overshot so much that the actual answer uh. seems not that exciting <laughs> yeah. anymore. Because I'm like 14 million. You're only like only 1.3 million. <laughs> I'm realizing my favorite things on the internet are things where people fucked up like that. And the the Jesus portrait where the old lady in Italy like f- tried to restore the Jesus portrait and it's all fucked. I I never get tired of those. I don't know what that says about me. I think it's comforting to know that other people fuck up, and then your little fuck ups don't seem so bad. Just, like kind of delightful fuck ups. I don't cute. know what. It, yeah. It's like when a dog slips on the ice, but it's like oh well, like that's great. You know yes. what I don't think is cute and sweet though. They're. I feel like I brought this up at some point, but I don't know where. So obviously it's not as uh, it's not it's not the well I go to nearly as frequently as my tooth peaks. But uh-huh. there are people who will post videos of like of kids falling down. Mm. No, I no. there's even an account on Instagram called Kids Getting Hurt. Oh, I wow. don't think it's cute and I don't think it's funny. Yeah. No, not into that. No, that's a in bummer. fact there was one that someone posted of um it's like a mom feeding her kid her little girl wasabi and she's like do you want some wasabi and i didn't watch it with sound i just saw the ca- the captions the girl's like says no first and then she's like sort of says wasabi and then she tries it and you just see her like chew on it and then she goes help oh god and thankfully all the comments were like i don't think this is funny i don't think this is funny I yeah, you have funny. to be kind of a sadistic i think there's i don't know and i felt that way before i had a kid but even more so now like i don't I don't think it's funny. I think uh, I did interview a laughter scientist. And well, there you go. Said that uh, he said that a, a yuckologist. I believe they're <laughs> I called. I wish he were a yuckologist, <laughs> a gelatologist, someone who studies laughter. But he said that the reason we laugh when someone seems like they're in peril but they're fine is because it's a release of tension because right. we were scared. So if a kid is just hurt. There should there's, there's no, no release. release there. Like yeah. if someone's a if someone's like oh no even a kid that's still weird. But like um he likened it to being being around the campfire and then hearing something in the bushes and thinking it's a tiger and then a mouse pops out. Oh that's and interesting. everyone going ha so so the uh, America's funniest videos them telling you that they're fine isn't just hey don't worry they're fine yeah. it actually makes it funnier yes it makes it funnier because then it makes it's you're allowed to laugh yeah because then you're like oh I thought something was dangerous thought it was dangerous so oh okay good see yeah. I think that all humor except for mean spirited internet humor I think is that it is the buildup and the release of tension. But I do think that there is a strain of internet videos where you're just laughing at someone. And I don't think that there's no release of tension there. That's just laughing at someone. I think. Hmm. Yeah. I think maybe people are relieved that it's not them. Maybe Maybe they're the real, real dicks. Yeah. Yeah, I can't watch like fail videos. Right. I'm like, Oh my God. Like skateboarding videos where you just see someone just (sighs) mowing down a flight of stairs. Can't do it. I can't do it. Yeah. I don't know. So I don't know. But I also, this is a person who's been chewed up by an escalator. So I probably, my threshold is a little lower. You wish there had been a a camera on you. (laughs) You Imagine if someone's like, look at this four-year-old getting eaten by an escalator. Oh, what a hoot. (laughs) (laughs) Can we go back to Botox for a second? I read this article that was just talking about how dangerous... Not it wasn't saying Botox is dangerous, but how dangerous the botulism virus actually is, mm-hmm. and like where it, it the where Allergan keeps it, and all oh. this. It was really interesting. I don't really even know what botulism. I don't know if it's like a 
a fungus. I don't know if it's a bacteria. I don't know if it's a virus. I don't know what it what exactly it does. But um, but yeah, botulism is uh is medically no bueno. Yeah, it's not a good thing. So like it is the amount crazy. they use in Botox is so tiny, right? But the fact that it can paralyze you is like right a little weird. Yeah, who would have thought yeah. the things that we do? But I mean, people have been swallowing tapeworms for like centuries because it's very slim. Does that work? It sure does. Okay, I know a girl had a tapeworm. She had a fantastic little figure. No, yes, she just an L.A. girl. Did, she, was, she did it on purpose? No, no, oh. she ate sushi. But she, mm. yeah, but she, uh, she pooped out a rope. Oh my god, that's was that the whole was oh. that was that it or was that just like here's a hint of what's inside you? I think it was just a sampling. Oh, oh. but she just had sushi. She was just like some some like normal, just like Los Feliz girl who was a graphic designer, just like sushi. She just and she was like, why am I so hungry? I feel like I'm just so hungry. And then one day, why does a mouth emerge from my butt sometimes? Yeah, oh. see that she just evicted a roommate out of her butt. Uh. If I ever had a tapeworm, I'd want to be put in a medically induced coma mm-hmm. for a week until it's out. I just don't want to be conscious while it's being removed. I know. But just think, you just got a friend with you. It's like you got a Are pet. you conscious while it's being removed? Well, yeah, they don't put you under. They just, don't they put a banana under your butt or something? <laughs> yes, they put a banana under your <laughs> and butt. And it sticks its head out and goes, oh, banana. And then it kind of comes out. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, something smells good down there. Yeah. Better than in here. <laughs> I think they might give you, you some squat sort over of peanut butter, I think. Yeah, you just, the bigger the cake, like a sheet cake from Costco, you'd yeah. be surprised when you eliminate. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> They get so excited. It's just like the last day of school, rushing out the door. You know, we're probably going to end up with pinworms someday because now that's so common with kids. We're only going to end up with pinworms because you're putting it on your fucking, your dream board. The I know. I'm secreting pinworms. You know, in our lives. I know. I know. I'm drawing that which I don't want because I think about it so much instead <laughs> of that which I want. So I guess what I need to talk about all the time is no buttworms. Yep. Can't wait till we have no buttworms. Is this one of our sponsors? (laughs) (laughs) No, but I'm going to now pause for a couple seconds to put some time in between that and the next thing I'm going to say because it is a sponsor. Let's just have a let's just have a cleansing deep Mm, breath. Okay, (gasps) in through your nose. Do you guys like flowers? Love flowers. So do I. Flowers are great. Flowers are amazing. They smell good. Oh, they're so beautiful. Could you guys hear how? (laughs) (laughs) You sound like Poppy. (laughs) (laughs) Flowers are so beautiful. I just sniffed and it sounded, it was so like. (laughs) Like a flower. Yes. (laughs) All right. Scentbird is a new sponsor and they are awesome. It's a luxury fragrance subscription service. Mm. Over 450 designer brands, Prada, Gucci, Kate Spade, Nest, and more. You choose your fragrance, get a new scent each month, and you get a sleek travel spray that lasts 30 days or more, depending on how frequently you put, you put on perfume or cologne. But now you don't have to do that thing where you're like, oh, I would like, I, this smells good, but it's going to sit on my shelf right. for six or seven years. In fact, I just, found a perfume I didn't I when I say I just found I mean I just looked at it because it's been sitting on my shelf next to my bathroom I had it when I it's probably 11 years old I've still never worn it mm. one of these days though one, one of these, these days. days I love this though because this is so it's it's far less of a commitment commitment you can date a perfume before you have to commit to it forever and look at these sleek little vials that they come in and then you just twist it up and then you spritz on the go now i got three perfumes and a cologne Mm. daniel and i have very different taste in cologne for the most part i would say 
Well, I don't know that we have we've really we haven't discussed this it. Out. I've just noticed that oh, what you wear is not what I would choose for you. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I don't like what you wear. I'm just saying I would say we though, choose different scent profiles. So what I would wear in quotes is not like I, I have a scent. I just have a bottle that was gifted to me that I sometimes will well put then on. maybe you need to have a scent. I chose one that based on the description of it, I knew I would, I like. would like. And I thought this is definitely not a Daniel scent. But I oh. knew that I would like it. Um does it smell oh, like candy cane or cotton candy? I, I don't like cotton candy scents. Hmm. Does it smell flavored. like Truvia? And <laughs> I can't believe it's not butter spray. No, those aren't the that, that's not what I like. You know the kind of I like real you I like, like vanilla. No. Mm, Have know. you ever met me? Cologne's not a part of our relationship. Not yet. Yet. But you know of what kind of man sense I like, though. I like really I clean. Don't. Why would I, like, I know that? <laughs> I like what the popular guys in high school wore. Anyway. <laughs> Dracar Noir. I would like to know if you like this scent. Oh, right, she's handing him. It's a gunmetal gray so should, vial. Should I look at what kind it is? No. Or okay. No, I want you to smell it before you know what it is. It looks like the size of a large lipstick. It, it, it does, yes. Around that size. I'm going to put some on my wrist here. I like that because it's portable. Sniff it up. Yeah, it's not bad. Wow. Well, there you go. That's pretty good. It's hard hard to, you know, cologne's a weird, I'm not a big cologne person, but maybe I'll become one. I think you should. Let me huff that. Oh, I can smell that. It smells good. Yeah. It it smells a little floral. Ooh, you smell like a guy who has a clean car. Mm Mm-hmm. That's you, a good scent. You know what I mean? It's you like smell a like, clean car man. I need smell. a perfume that smells like a woman who has a clean car. Maybe it'll inspire me to get my car cleaned. Okay, yeah. so or what kind my, is that? What, a woman that has a clean car? No. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see oh, this. What, I what actual brand yes, is it? Yes, it is. I Allison think I should wear. Tommy Bahama, Maritime for him. Okay. Wow! Not what I would have chosen. I'm more of a Versace man. Okay. This smells good, though. This smells like a yeah. guy who's got his shit together. I know. It smells good. And now Daniel smells like it. It's You know what? It smells like a guy that hangs out by the ocean. Mm-hmm. That's a, exactly. Maritime for him. It's very. A, it's fresh and clean. That's what a, I look for in a scent. It smells like a guy who is dirty but puts on a cologne that smells fresh and clean. Fresh and clean is what we're going to focus fresh on. Fresh and clean with a parrot on his shoulder. And an eye on the horizon. Fresh laundry. Yes. Sitting in a leather chair with an ocean breeze. I want that guy. It's, but it's, it's like perfume as this well. Scent Less is, you guys. <laughs> is rose with an undertone of, of fresh linen. Fresh linen is my favorite scent in the whole world. There's nothing I love better than walking by a laundromat and taking a big whiff. Mm. Um, also, I have a Moroccan fig one here that smells so good. Allie was smelling. She smells like it. I'm just going to bury my face in your arms yep. later. I doused myself. Uh, that's why I use Scentbird.com. Visit Scentbird.com slash Rosen. Use my code Rosen for 50% off. That's only seven fifty for your first month. Free shipping. Scentbird, S-C-E-N-T-B-I-R-D.com slash Rosen. And use my code Rosen for 50% off your first month. Date a perfume before you have to commit to it forever. There's nothing worse than dusting a perfume bottle you regret buying. My perfume bottles are dusty. Yeah, that's what happens. Many you of don't them. use them. That's right. You just really don't. Um, okay. I'm trying to see what we should get. There's, there's so much to get to. 
Allie Ward. Yes. I have a question for you. Bring it on. I was on Dana Gould's show today. Yes. And we were talking about uh, driver's license pictures because I've had the same driver's license picture since 1945. Okay. But I have to get a new one this year. Oh, shit. Yeah. But I was saying, so we were showing our license plate pictures to each other because it's an audio podcast and mm-hmm. that'll go over well. Yeah, people love that. Almost yes. as much as sense. And I said, the funny thing is, <laughs> this is a visual. <laughs> the funny thing is, I never understood why everyone thought I was goth. But you look at the photo and it's like, oh, because I look goth. Yeah. But I wasn't. I never identified as goth. Okay. And then he was saying, but, but like, what, how, what, what is goth really? Like, what's goth all about? And I gave what my, what I think it is, but you self-identified as goth. You explain it. But I think I did nail it. Um, these are good questions. I had this conversation two days ago as to how goth was I in college. And someone said, were you really goth just because you wore like black? And I was like, I wore fishnets as a shirt <laughs> i think i think that i have to yeah. be honest and say i was goth when you're in it you're like i'm there's always people more goth than you and you're like i just am into this music and i just like wearing all black because it's easier to match stuff i'm not really goth because there's always a guy with like a cyberpunk cigarette lighter that he made out of like weird computer parts and he's wearing like a fedora and a monocle like on a tuesday because mm-hmm. you're never that guy so you're like mm, and, but it's always hindsight that's, that's the clearest vision. Okay, so at the time you didn't consider yourself goth. I think I thought I was like goth light, or okay. I had I was in the goth group. This was this is my picture. This was post goth era. This was two thousand five when I still had black hair and a little bit of a chubby face. And oh, you look so pretty. Mm, there was a woman in front of me who kept adjusting her wig, and so she kept being like, "Go ahead of me, go ahead of me, go ahead of me." And so I was, <laughs> and she smiled at me right as that was taken. And then uh, anyway, but I just, you look so pretty there, passing nah, it around. Chubby, I had a little chubby I don't face, think you black like hair, chubby face. You know, but at the time, at That's the time, a good picture. Well, you know, oh, they see these are these these oh, th- those are pitties. No, 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 you look really pretty. That's yeah, nice you're pretty. You. No, it was a, uh, it was way back in the day with black hair. But yeah, when you're goth. You don't see how goth you are till you're out of it. Just like when you look back and you're like, oh, I used to be so young. Oh, At the yeah. time, you're not like, you don't look in the mirror and you're like, I'm so young. What music did you listen to? Like Bauhaus and The Cure and The Smiths and Skinny Puppy and Susie. KMFDM, Susan the Banshees, like like throbbing gristle. What, like, come okay. on. What was your worldview? Is there a specifically goth <laughs> worldview? <laughs> Everyone else sucks. Is everyone normal? Like, get like it. life is just a veil of tears. No, I, I was like a pretty Sunny okay, goth. happy. I was like, ha- I had a good friends. I was happy with that. It was just like, oh, everyone is buying into like needing a Jetta, and yeah, and I'm not one of those. I were there many goths at your high school? No. Allison? Okay, yeah, because I, th- I think that that's a a stereotype of goths is that they're all like all about um that kind of gloom and doom and right. actually in my experience were you, you weren't goth no but i had friends that were we didn't call them goths when i was in high school we What'd just you call them they were just punks like that wasn't that was a word that kind of came into fashion after i graduated from high school but they were the kids that listened to the smiths and the cure and all the susie the banshees and like all that mods and, or something yeah, and, and, they, and it was more just like a form of punk kind of it was just like they, they it was 
in a way, a reaction against mainstream culture. That's it pretty much what it is. It wasn't like they obsessed about coffins and no, death. No, that's like a that, little you know? over the top. Yeah, that wasn't... That's I've like never, poser business. That's like but, trying too hard. But at the time, like, I went to this really nice high school, but my family didn't have a lot of money. So it was like, I'm not going to be able to afford, like, white Gap jeans and a Benetton sweater. So I'm just going to shop at, like, thrift stores and, like, the military outlets and stuff. And then Hot Topic came around and, like, made it easier to be goth. And I was like, the whole point... Point is that we're scummy you can't <laughs> buy brand new scummy stuff and so yeah it was more just like if you set people's expectations for you low then you'll always exceed them so if you're a goth who like does pretty well in school and like doesn't light anything on fire people are like wow what a nice kid the funny thing is that is what i was i just really? didn't know it i mean i think i was well at your school um the jews were all considered goth you had dark hair. <laughs> but i didn't even know i was jewish then i was the pretty yeah, sure you were goth. yeah what was your deal you were all black you were in a band yes so you were goth, I think probably. in high school i st- everyone no no that's what i'm saying everyone thought i was goth mm-hmm. i've been told i've been goth, just like i've been told i've been jewish although it turns out i really was jewish <laughs> i've been told i've been goth my whole life and i was always like i don't understand when people say that and yet i look back and it's like all black Thick black eyeliner, straight black hair. Um, well, curly then, but, but that yeah. was even more goth. Your hair because it was like Ali Sheedy in right. you know, disheveled, uh, chic. Ali Sheedy in Breakfast. Short Circuit. Oh. So, <laughs> just kidding. Ali Sheedy in Breakfast, Breakfast, Breakfast Club. Club. Um, yeah, dark lipstick, very pale, and all black. Yeah, you're just naturally goth. Like I your am naturally genetics goth. Are goth. Yeah, you have great genetics for laser hair <laughs> removal. Mm-hmm. I know. I've never done it though. Oh, have you done it? Yes, my whole goddamn body. This is. We need the gal chat drop. Woof! It's the short one. <laughs> gal chat. You oh. have laser hair. Yes. If you have dark hair and light skin, laser hair removal is supposed to be for, for you. you. It's made for you. Yeah. You just you get that group on. You go all in on a group on. You head over to what the, the valley of some sort, mm-hmm. and then you just say everything below the eyelashes. Just get me good. And then they zap you and it's like the price of one bikini wax. And then you're pretty much just like a like a hairless guinea pig. Down I there. thought it grows back sometimes, though. Yeah, you have to get a couple sessions. So did you get like mustache? Yeah, but I did my mustache early on when I think it wasn't as good. And now oh. I'm like, I feel like I need to go back and get the mustache on because it was like one of the first things. Did you get your underarms? Oh, hell yes. Really? So you never have to shave under your arms? Never. Sometimes I'll look in there, I'll see a wisp or two and I'm like, what are you doing here? <laughs> but for the most part, I just forget. I And then so your showers are so quick because you're just in there doing business. Because the not, water just rolls right off of right you. Right off of you. You're like a baby. You're like a big standing up baby. And then you don't have to shave your legs. That's you got your legs best. done too? Oh, fuck yeah, How I many did. times did you go? I think I went five or six. And I they can a do all of it in all in that. I mean, I'm not saying that you have so much hair or anything, but like <laughs> they're just like I guess I think of it like my zookeeper brought me in. No. They're Don't not they? doing one hair at a time. Oh, no. I'm thinking of electrolysis. Oh yeah, no, that's where they like have to do it hair by hair. That's where they insert a needle in each hair follicle. Yes, that mm-hmm. would take a million you'd like on your deathbed you'd still have more appointments to do and it defies like geneva conventions for torture i think so how painful is laser hair removal fine it doesn't feel good but it just feels like someone snapping a rubber band that's what i said that's what i said it was like i've had the laser thing on a scar and it's just like that allison had to do something like that's how i described it was the rubber band like a rubber band going snap yeah but like if you've gotten if you've ever gotten a bikini wax it's just like that. It's like doing that once. 
and then it but then you never have to do it again Mm -hmm. do you have to go back a couple times but man it's the best i'm so i'm so worried about like what if it's someone who doesn't know what they're doing and i get like burned or i don't know Eh, i think that there's at this point they probably know what they're doing i don't think that they just go in there higgledy piggledy and just like set do the setting on whatever i think there's pretty much a setting and i think you also have to be a registered nurse but it's you don't think it's higgledy piggledy i don't think you just go in there and set the thing up without a dial i'm sure it's like put it on one or two just go in there backwards blindfolded higgledy piggledy zapping whatever it's great though it's worth the group on treat yourself if you don't want hair in places and you're gonna remove it anyway just get it done your shower's lightning quick you never have to shave again. And then you know how sometimes it's like 5 p.m. and you have like cactus legs and you're mm. like, God damn it, I shaved you this morning. And it's like, yeah. we don't care. It, that never happens again. And is are your legs softer because yes. you don't, you're not con- constantly like irritating them with shaving? Yeah. And there's And not- you don't even have to buy razors, do you? Or shaving no. cream? No. I don't even think about it. It's wow. great. I, I might be one of the few women who hasn't had this done. I mean, that's not true. There's plenty of women who haven't had this done. But I feel like in LA, mo- it seems as if a lot of women have had this done. There's a reason. There's a reason why people do Amazon Prime and Postmates. Yeah, as I opposed know. to being like, do you want to walk to the store with a wheelbarrow to take your groceries <laughs> home? And you're like, oh, fuck that. <laughs> so there's, it's incredibly convenient and it's more cost effective. It might give us all cancer, but whatever. Wait, is that true? I don't know. Probably not. But you are... You give me a lot to think about. I know. But I know. But it's like I should take advantage of this fair skin and dark hair because what else am I going to do with it? Literally nothing but burn. That's right. Yeah. You might as well just get rid of some hairs. It kills the stem cells at the very base of your hair shaft. So your stem cells are like, forget to make hairs. It's great. I'm telling you, start small. But yeah, do a pit. Do your pits, man. Yeah, because I don't enjoy shaving my armpits. Who likes that? No one. Nobody likes that. Have you guys ever had to shave your armpits for a thing ever? No. No. See? It's a real... I bet you wouldn't like it. I'm sure I wouldn't. Yeah, because it's, like, it's a hard how... area to... It's like all shaving concave. My face. Yeah. It's all concave. How do you get in there? It's difficult. You got to like maneuver. Yeah. There's a lot of maneuvering. There's a lot of deodorant buildup on your razor. Oh, my God. And mm-hmm. not to mention, if you shave your legs and you just once nick your ankle, <laughs> it's the worst. Yep. To, to the point where I would get so afraid of nicking my ankle that I would just, I would look down and realize that a hair anklet. The only, the only benefit to nicking yourself in the shower yeah. is that at the very end of my pregnancy, they wanted me to test my blood glucose because <laughs> because I had extra fluid and they wondered, like, is it super late onset gestational diabetes? Oh so now I still have like a thousand testing kit strips and I'm a curious person. So every now and again, I'm like, I wonder what my blood sugar is, but I don't want to actually prick my finger. So if I cut myself in the shower, I'm like, if I'm still bleeding by the time I get out, I'm going to test That's my blood sugar. It's the only benefit. That's the only benefit, but it's a good one. Yeah. I mean, it it works. You might want to rethink it. But anyway, yeah, group on it. Okay. I'll check it out. Thank you. Speaking of things where you're like, yeah, there's the old way of doing it. For example, as you mentioned, going to a store with a wheelbarrow. Mm -hmm. And then a service comes along where you're like, that's so much better. I want to tell you about this was a weird segue, but I want to tell you about Mod Cloth. Allison Rosen is your new best friend, is supported in part by Mod Cloth. You know, those effortlessly cool girls who wear like, sort of retro 
items and they have super cool bags and great jewelry and accessories and also great jeans and great pants and great shirts and probably some kind of cool barrette. And you're like, where do they find this stuff? They find it on mod cloth. They do. That's what I'm telling you. And of course, Allie Ward is familiar with them. I asked her and she said that half of her closet is mod cloth. (laughs) Inspired daily by amazing customers, it's mod cloth mission to serve and celebrate the community, inspire individual style and empower women to to be the best version of themselves. That's why their signature line of apparel is offered in full in a full size range from extra, extra small to 4X. Um, if you're ready to make waves this season, head right on over to Mod Cloth. Hit the beach in aquatic prints, rainbow brights, and sun swimwear. How is it already that season? I don't know. My brain man. is not in this season yet. I know. Uh, and if you have a question about fit, their team of mod stylists can hook you up with complimentary sizing and styling help. So I got some stuff off Mod Cloth, and I love it. I got these super cool gold earrings that, like... There's probably a, a name for them. Uh, they go, th- you go through the, the hole and then they like dangle on both sides. Right. What are those called? I don't know. Two side danglies. Yes, that's what gold, they're called. Two side gold tone danglies. Double danglers. Double, double danglers. danglers. I got some gold double danglers. I got a super cool gray sweatshirt that says Wrangler across the front in rainbow print. Oh, you're a Wrangler double dangler. It's so, yes, very true. it's cool. I got a nautical inspired little jacket and i got another jacket with fake fur and super cool gold buttons it's all cool i love their stuff my i for innovation nation the stylist that we use just goes and buys stuff for me off of that site there you go and it's that's how you look the cool. best that's how they do it they had this silver duffel bag that's like perfect for when you just need a bag to grab mm-hmm. and i didn't get it but it hasn't left my mind get it i think i need it because part of you goes well do i need a silver duffel bag the answer is yes yes it also, I think it has rainbow straps, so it can go with my my rainbow sweatshirt, the writing on my sweatshirt. Get it. To get 15% off your purchase of $100 or more, go to modcloth, M-O-D-C-L-O-T-H.com and enter code Allison at checkout. That's modcloth.com, code Allison for 15% off your purchase of 100 or more. Hurry, this offer expires on June 29th, 2018. So, some personal news, and, and don't get excited. It's, it's unexciting personal news. Mm-hmm. I miss my tooth peaks. God, that's, no, I, I said unexciting, I Jeff. I knew it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's right. Unexciting. <laughs> uh, Daniel and I did an embryo transfer about 11 or 12 days ago. It would be exciting if I were pregnant, mm-hmm. but I'm sure that I'm not. We transferred two embryos, which is what we did when we uh, transferred the embryos that brought us Elliot Mm -hmm. and with Elliot they both took and then at about eight weeks one of them was like I would rather not come into this world Mm. apparently so we had a big debate about whether to transfer one or two because the idea of twins freaks us out yeah um but mathematic I mean if the fertility clinic had their way not had their way I mean that they actually end up making more money if you do more transfers. But like, I think their recommendation would be do more than two at a time oh. because they have, Increase so there's a chances. thing called blastocysts, which are, are frozen at five days. And those, if they do genetic testing on them, they can be like, well, there's a 70% chance this is going to get you pregnant. Ours were frozen on day three. So they each have like 25 to 30% chance of getting me pregnant. Um, so they're like, you know, put in four. And I'm like, no, <laughs> especially, so especially after, having almost having twins last time 
uh, we didn't, no way we're doing more than two. We almost did one, but I just didn't want to go through that since the chances are high, are the, the most likely that one is not going to take. So we did mm-hmm. two. And, um, I, they tell you not to test at home, but I can't follow rules. You, you'd already cut your ankle in the bathtub. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, so I began testing on like day five or six, which day six is when I got the positive with Elliot, mm-hmm. although it was two then. So maybe that was making extra harm, extra HCG, which is what it tests for. So I have continued testing. At this point, I'm just testing with the, almost like spite testing. Like I know I'm not pregnant. Um, and there, I got a very faint positive on day six at noon, but then that was the last one of that test I had. I haven't, I don't have any more of that particular test. Um, either that was a false positive because it was first response, the curved ones, which are like actually known for potential false positives. Either, um, that was a false positive or maybe I was pregnant for a few days, like what they call a chemical pregnancy. And then it just didn't continue. I sort of suspect that's what happens. I mean, they, they give them every chance. Like they do assisted hatching. They use something called embryo glue. They stick them in there. So it would make sense that I, you know, they grew for a few days and then it did, did not continue. So, um, it's a bummer. I was really sad for a couple of days and then I sort of bounced back for two reasons. One even if it ends up that we just have Elliot, that's still a good life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know that. This is more like it's an idea. It's not, I'm not actually attached to these embryos. Um, so there's that. But just having, you know, I just didn't think we were going to be the parents of an only kid, even though I'm a thousand years old. So I should just be I'm grateful that we even have, that it even worked at all. But I just always envisioned two kids. So it's just sort of changing my you know idea of what our family is going to look like so that's part of the reason i was able to bounce back and also i I, uh went out to a restaurant and as i was walking from the bathroom back to my table i saw this family and it was two parents and a little girl and she was coloring and they were both like leaned towards her and they just looked so happy i was thinking that could be us and it might be us plenty of people are only children and they're perfectly happy yeah um, but also I think I'm not that, not that, dis- I'm not that upset because we still have three more embryos. I was going to ask how many in the dugout. Yeah, we have three more. They're now, just not the same quality. I've been calling them the three losers. Okay. <laughs> um, these two were really good for day threes. The other ones, two of them are day f- eight, eight or nine cell day four. And they really should have been eight cell by day three. So that like reduces the chances that they'll, they'll work, but they're still viable, you know, conceivably viable. Um, and then the other one is a day three, but it's fragmented. So it has like a lower grade, but then, you know, according to our doctor, plenty of fragmented embryos grow into beautiful babies. Mm. So I actually really feel optimistic about these next three losers. <laughs> If any of them turn into humans, I'm sorry that I called you guys that. It's just a little joke I have with myself. Um, I'm hopeful about the next transfer. If that one doesn't work, then I think it will be more of like a moment of reckoning and then trying to figure out like, well, what what do we do really at this point? Because are we going to try to, you know, do more egg retrievals and how much are we going to do? And, and And at what point do they just cut you off? Like at what point are they like let's look at the biology you I think know when your checks bounce <laughs> well that's i mean maybe or when your fsh gets too high 
Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Once your FSH gets too high, they're like, get out of here. Closing right. Time. I think that if we were to do more egg retrievals and get nothing, at it, probably after the second one, they would say, I think they'd we give us three. You think three? I think they'd do three, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think, think we'd go more than that, though. Would they start singing Closing Time? Yeah. Because <laughs> right. that would be a real insult. <laughs> yeah. Who is that? Is that Matchbox know. 20? I think so. I don't know. I get yeah. Matchbox 20 and 311 and Link Blink 182. And anyway, uh, not the point. So you're underdogs. We'll call them underpups. Underdogs. I like that. Yeah. Underpups. Underpups. Um, what, how long do they have to wait before four weeks? In be- four so weeks. I go, anyway, so despite my 400 negative pregnancy tests, and right. I think, thank goodness I went on Amazon and bought. It's clinical guard pregnancy test where you get like 25 tests for $7 because that was before I was using those super expensive store bought ones and they're that just you can't test frequently with those because no. those are pretty expensive a pop. So anyway, now I just have these little like tiny strips, but I go in today's Monday. I go in Wednesday for my blood test uh, and that's definitive. And theoretically, it is possible that even though I'm testing negative at home, I still could. I don't know how, though. And to me, it's like if that's the case that you're negative at home, but you're positive in the clinic, to me, that doesn't that makes me concerned about the health of that embryo that like you it wasn't creating I'm sorry, the hormone. Did, I don't know. When did you get your degree in embryology? Whoa. Shots fired. Uh, I don't Subcutaneous. Last year. Last that. year. I okay. kept it from you because I knew that because you don't want me to better uh-huh. myself. But I went to okay. an, a correspondence course in embryology, even though I could have done embryology, but I wanted embryology. Get that extra syllable yeah, in there. Exactly. You're paying more for that letter. You just get, that just means you read a lot of forums, by the way, right? That's just the whole education is you're just on a yes, lot of forums. Yes, exactly. A lot of TTC mm, forums. Ba- baby dust. Yes, but a lot of baby dust. So, well, I'm sorry, that sucks. Thank you. I I'm mean, surprised that I am taking it so well. And I'm sure it's, be- despite what I said about like, Elliot's a miracle. Mean, Elliot is a miracle. But despite yeah. what I said about that, though, I think it's really just that all my hopes just swooped on to the next one. Right. Well, and like, if that doesn't work, then my house of cards will come crashing down. I, but I think that you're keeping some healthy optimism alive. That's good. Thank I mean, you. You know, just think there. Are, uh, it's great that you have three in the dugout. Mm-hmm. I like to think of them just hanging out, swinging yeah. a little bit, waiting to waiting for their turn up at bat. They're just chilling on ice that's right they yeah. really are they i mean really it's not weird yes it's super weird um i remember my doctor saying that statistically like one the reason they want to transfer four is because one in four will be viable yeah so i was thinking about it actually it kind of makes it kind of all adds up that these two didn't I mean, I know it doesn't work this way, but like we put in two originally because uh. we had seven, put in two originally, one took, and then we put in two more. So now we've used four. I feel like, but we only have, we need four more. We only have three more what? for this questionable math to check out. Wait, when were they retrieved? <sighs> Uh, 2015 and 2016. Okay. Isn't that weird that the, some of the blasts yes. are a couple years older? Yes. What? It's super weird. It's so weird. It's, what's really weird is to think that like, let's say these stayed frozen till 2070 mm-hmm. and someone decided to, to bring one forward in 2070. Would that person look old timey? Oh, that's a great 
point because I feel like old timey pictures. The men had large mustaches and weak chins, right? And the women had very melony faces. Like, would right? Would I have a melon faced kid <laughs> wearing a man's one piece bathing suit on a like giant bicycle with a giant front wheel? Yes, a hundred percent. Yes, and he would be he would he would shoot squirrels and eat them by a campfire. A hundred percent. A funny when you were saying embryos on ice, it reminded me of a funny moment that I don't know if I will be able to recapitulate it accurately. But anyway, when I went to get uh, my hair trimmed, the guy who was trimming my hair was sort of was asking like, "Oh, so what's new?" and you know, "How's the baby?" and blah blah blah. And I said that um, we were getting ready for an embryo transfer, and. You know, he was like sort of asking about the process, and I said that they were frozen, and he's like, "Well, they can do that." And he's like, "Well, they're not—they're not really embryos, then, are they?" And and I said, "Yeah, they are." And he's like, "Wow, where have I been?" And somehow, I realized he thought embryo meant fetus. Oh, he thought that they were frozen fetuses. Yeah, because. <laughs> By the way, that's em- so scary to think about. Embryos on ice, my least favorite yeah. ice capades. Yeah. But he thought these were like tiny, tiny, tiny little gummy bear sized babies that were frozen. <laughs> He's thinking, like, if they can do that to those, maybe they can freeze me and thaw me out in 2,000 years. Just I mean, like I Disney. thought after watching My So Called Life, everyone knew about frozen embryos. That was Jordan Catalano's band name. I mean, oh, I forgot on. about that. Frozen embryos were playing. You want to come to Tito's? There's only a certain amount of people that. that's gonna they're gonna care. My about sister, yeah, they played that show with a uh, chemical pregnancy. <laughs> <laughs> my sister, <laughs> that'd be good. Was so into into my so-called life. Were you super into it? Oh yeah, I had a VHS box set. Yeah, like step off. Like I was so into it. Yeah. I was into it too, but not as into it. But I do remember the episode where Rayanne was like, "But I lost you. I had it worse." Oh, you know what I'm talking about like yeah. didn't, did she hook up with? I can't uh, remember, but Angela's I, boyfriend or something. Maybe. And she was trying to make it out like she's the one who's been hurt the most in this because she lost Angela's friendship. Oh, I forget about that. It's a good, it's a good rewatch. Yeah, I should check it out. Oh, my What's so going on, enough. Daniel? You look, you look stricken. I'm far Sorry. away right now. Do you need to move two and a half inches to the left. So did you like that more than Felicity? Yeah, I wasn't that into Felicity. Felicity was later. But I mean, Carrie Russell cut her hair and she like pretty much the show went Ended. down from yeah. there. Yeah. But she did have curly hair, right? At the yeah. beginning. Yeah. And then she cut it and everyone's like, oh, I don't like the show anymore. Turns out I was just watching for your hair. And she was like, ouch. <laughs> I just remember that Conan, do you remember how he would pronounce Felicity? No. Mm-hmm. It was like, Felicity. Jeff, could you look up Conan <laughs> saying Felicity? If you can find it, because he had a very particular way he would say Felicity, and it was funny. And while Jeff does that, I would like to tell you guys about my blue. Sometimes it's hard to find a satisfying vape that's simple and convenient. Tell me about it. Vaping is pretty popular right now. No ash, no odor, no brainer. But sometimes it's hard to find a satisfying vape that's simple and convenient. So Blue, who introduced vaping to the world, is now introducing My Blue. My Blue gives you all the satisfaction with none of the hassle. Just click and go. With My Blue's easy-to-use one-click liquid pods, you can switch between flavors in seconds. You have a range of delicious flavors to choose from. Just 20 minutes to charge and you're set all day. Plus, it comes with a free limited lifetime device warranty called MyCare. Ready to make the switch? Try MyBlue today at MyBlue.com. Enter code ROSEN during checkout for 10% off your order. That's MyBlue, M-Y-B-L-U.com. Enter code ROSEN at checkout. All right. 
I think we don't have anything yet. Not yet. Okay. That's okay. Because this would be the time that I could wedge in some of those plugs that I never know where to stick. Actually, what am I saying? It's not a plug. It's a, uh, we have an iTunes comment of the week. I'm giving <gasps> Jeff too much to do all at once. No, no. I'm, wa- I'm watching this exchange like it's a tennis match saying, who's doing what? I know. Well, here's the problem. The prob- this is the problem. I was going to mention some stuff, but it's like everything I want to do involves Jeff having <laughs> to do something. So that's okay. I want to remind you guys, if you like what you're hearing, yeah. subscribe. Ooh. iTunes.com slash Allison Rosen or wherever else you go for podcasts. Leave us a comment and rate and review. And tell a friend. Tell a friend. You have a friend that doesn't know about this. You, I'm, sh- I'm certain you have a friend who doesn't know about this show. Think tell about their them, sad life. Subscribe them. Turn them on. Let them join the fun. Yeah. This is fun. It is. I, I couldn't be having more fun if I tried. The best thing about telling your friends about a podcast is then they listen to it and then you can talk about it. And then you have I know. Save your friendship by I telling your that. friends. Tell your friends. And you know how disappointing it is when you do that? You tell a friend about a show you know they'll love. I know. And then they don't listen. You're like, get it. Come on, guys. What the fuck? No go on the Conan Force. Okay. Anyway, I think he would say it like, Felicity! Got it. It was. <laughs> if it, it, well, so, now why would someone he do that? out there, I, he just thought it was fun to say. Oh, he, so he would just do one of his yeah. Conan non sequiturs. Someone out there knows what I'm talking about, and they are loving this. They love it. This reference. Okay, let's do. Look, I'm just going to tell you guys what's coming. Okay, I'm ready. We've got an iTunes comment of the week. All right, we've got just me or everyone, and but then you're not going to tell us if it's good or bad. The iTunes comment of the week. <gasps> I'm not going to tell you. It's okay. a surprise. And then we've got uh, we've got a dog to feature at the very end of the show. Oh my god. Yeah, it's a, it's a real. This is where this is where oh. Jeff really shines. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do iTunes comment of the week. Let's hear it. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments and don't forget to click five stars. Now, generally, we read a good one and a bad. Usually, we just in the old days just good ones. Then I thought let's. Let's up the ante and read a good one and a bad one. We, tonight, we just have a good one because there haven't been any bad ones. I know a way to bridge the two. I can read the good one as though it's a bad one. Wow. Oh. That sounds I'll interesting. I'll read it with a snarky tone. Yeah, throw some shade on that. Do it. Okay, here we go. She, she actually is my best friend, though, Ugh. by Layla Bean. I love Allison Rosen. Her Thursday episodes have gotten me through some really tough times, including... I can't do that. She's being sincere. <laughs> uh, her Thursday shows have gotten me through some really tough times, including the death of my grandmother, a fairly serious car accident, and just general life anxiety. The Allison people, in quotes, are one of the kindest, most thoughtful, generous bunch of strangers I've ever had the honor of being a part of. About a year ago, my sister wrote a review that was read by the beloved Hashtag Al. It detailed how the Thursday gang helped us deal with a dying grandmother and the stress that comes with Jewish funeral arrangements and traditions. Amazingly, the episode where that comment was read happened to come at a very dark time for the both of us. And Hashtag Al reading her iTunes comment, especially the wit, especially with the soothing flute in the background... Oh was exactly what we both needed. 
I really do feel like Allison, Daniel, David, Jeff, Wendy, Allie, Jordan, Renee, and anyone else I've forgotten are actually my good friends, though they're good friends that I never talk to or see in real life, and they might know about our deep friendships, and they might know about our deep friendships. Also, Allison is a fantastic interviewer, and her Monday episodes are always quite compelling. That's true. Yes. Thank you so much for that very, very nice comment. So nice. I'm so sorry about their grandma. I know. I can read about her. Within your grandmother and his snarky. I know. But that's what I'm saying, you guys. I have the nice. There's the nicest community of people that listen to this show, and they are. They look out for each other, and they're so nice. And I am so lucky to have them. Yeah, they're pretty great. I really big hugs. We're hugging them all. I, I hear about people who listen all the time and they're always like nice people. I think, Allison, you attract people like you. You're a nice person. That is a really nice thing for you to I'm say. I'm trying to score some points here, yeah. folks. It's you know what? Way. Fuck it. I should be able to say whatever I want. And if I hurt someone's feelings, fuck them. Wow. Thanks. That's sweet. Isn't it though? <laughs> it's from the heart. <laughs> it really is. You're being your truest self. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, let's do some Just Me or Everyone. Ooh. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? All right, I'm sitting in the honey chair. Yeah, bringing it. It's like he was here. Mm-hmm. I know. I wait. I for really. That all week. I was shocked when I looked up and it was you. I know. I thought, am I me? And then it turns out I am. Skadoop doop. <laughs> yep. You guys, something weird just happened to me. What happened? What, honey? I looked. It's okay. I looked at my phone. Mm. I have 14 text messages. Jeez. I am not a person. There's what? certain people who... I'm not talking about emails because I have thousands of emails. Who would text sure. you? I'm talking about text messages. There are certain people where like their text message says 400 or something. Mm-hmm. I'm not... I, I keep a text message inbox zero. Yeah. So it was, yeah. it was shocking to see that many. Wow. Now, granted, it was only like three or four people, but still, my shit was blowing up moments blowing ago, you guys. up. McCoy Polly says, Royal baby obsession makes me feel kind of gross. Like the only reason they care about Kate is as a uterus in which to breed heirs. Hmm. Oh, um, that- I don't feel that way. I get what you're saying. I don't feel that way about it, but it's just more like s- stop trying to make this something that I care about. I don't care about it. People magazine. I, I do find myself wondering why everybody cares after the first one. Like I get wanting to know who the king and... 70 years is going to be or whatever but like even that i don't it's, see I it just seems like uh, okay this but one's the fifth third in kid? line this yeah. is fifth in line to the throne like, who, and you're who like oh, shit? whatever um oh. i don't like thinking about the royal cervix i don't want to think about cr- crowning i don't want to think about an heir crowning. Oh, like literally yeah. you know what i mean like I, it's one thing for an heir to be crowned but out of a, the goop I don't want to think about the royal placenta. I also, I just don't like that kind of classist stuff. Like, why does this baby... So this baby gets born and is going to have a life of luxury Mm -hmm. for no reason. Yep. Just because. Yeah. Okay. I guess that's the What's the name of the baby that was born today? Do we know? Logan. Really? (laughs) No, I don't know. (laughs) I think the Kardashian baby was named True. Yes. Or Truth. True. No. True Thompson. Stormy was another one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're getting, I guess all the names are taken. So Prostate just, finger. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a good name. Now it's just name your, pick a noun. 
Give it to the baby. Dana Winston says, oh, it's about Honey Huntsberger. David Huntsberger kind of resembles Errol Flynn in The Adventures of Robin Hood. Just me or everyone. I can see it. I can see it. Gallant. Charming. The hair. Nice bone structure. Should we place bets on whether he starts putting in a ponytail at some point once Mm. it gets too long? I don't think he will. I don't think he's a ponytail kind of guy. God, I hope not. Yeah. Sorry. That's okay. Did you ever like guys in ponytails, though? Because I definitely went through a phase where that was a thing that I was into. Not even once. Okay. No. I was. I, it seems like you got a ponytail and an iguana on your shoulder at a coffee shop. You crossed a couple Here, lines. Here's a question. What about the top knot? No. I, I also am not into that. I've been sexually active with someone with a top <gasps> knot. You've effed a top knot? Yes, I have. <laughs> I have. And it, and I think that it says a lot about my character that I was willing to see past it. Yeah, <laughs> now, kudos to you. Really. Did he? Did he had long hair all over. Not obviously. really. It was. Wait, it wasn't a man bun. It was a top knot. It was like, like half up, half down, and a little puff. Was it like the samurai thing where it's just sort of up here with the rest down, or was it all up in a thing? Like an undercut, you know, so oh. kind of close cropped on the side, but then okay. what was long was in a top knot Got it. and so it's just like a skater kind of thing almost it was too recent for that so you know what i mean yeah. i wish this were the way back machine but this was more this is in a mm. more recent era well what's mm. his vibe like troll doll hipster okay hipster expensive coffee kind of a thing you know what i mean yeah. you, you seem thrilled about the experience uh, i just it was one of those things where i was like like as soon as it happened it was a cliche and right. so it's just like there's nowhere to go but but down with this thing. Like right. it's over before it's like top knots were over before they started, I feel like. So did his top knot like kinda sway back and forth as you were banging? I, I'm pretty oh. sure it was usually down for for oh, purposes of I sensuality. Oh, when he let the top knot down, yeah. it was time for business. Yeah, the lights, it's so weird. He would take the top knot <laughs> and then the lights would just dim automatically. It was so weird. <laughs> yeah, that is yeah. weird. Yeah, they have those new Philips mm-hmm. light bulbs that connect yeah, to your top the- knot. <laughs> and I was like, do you smell incense? Yeah. He was like, you do. <laughs> he has a little incense bulb that releases <laughs> when, it, when it goes in. Bear with me for the coiffurically challenged... <laughs> What's the difference between a man bun and top knot? I am wondering the same thing. I think a man bun would be behind the head while a top knot is on is up here. Right? I don't know. Let's let Al, let's. What do you think, Allie? Do you think? I think that it's like a succulent. A cactus is a succulent, but not all succulents are cacti. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? I think a, a man bun is can have be happen anywhere on the head, like a succulent. But a top knot is like the cactus, where it is a specific type of man bun. But good, good was way to put it? it? I got it. <laughs> was it in? A bun, or was it in like a ponytail, and he just hadn't pulled it all the way through? I think it was a not pulled through ponytail. Okay, yeah, it artisanal coffee and man buns, you guys. It's the 2015. It's, it's the backpack on one shoulder of, <laughs> of knotted hair. Yeah, you know, but it's fine. It it there was a time and a place for it in the cosmos. Did you at least have a morning of really good coffee? <laughs> I mean, get something out of it. I'm the I am the kind kind of human being where I'm as happy with Seven Eleven coffee as I am with yeah. like a seven dollar. That's Gibraltar. the way to live. That's the way to live. So I You're, don't know, man. If you can be happy with just your average coffee, you'll be happy. Yeah, but I if know. You spoil yourself on that like intelligentsia stuff. Forget it. I know it doesn't yeah. matter to me, and I'm ashamed yeah. of that. But I'm like, I can roll up to a Seven Eleven and get like a blueberry coffee with like a, a whatever. I'll tr- give it a shot. Sure, we I'll, should go on a road trip. I do want to say know. this. Yeah, you say that as though Seven Eleven is known for bad coffee. Seven Eleven, not bad coffee. Yeah. 
Okay, yeah. good. Why? Well, how yeah. do you know? I've discovered this right out of college because uh, I lived near Seven Eleven and I had a job that would keep me up all night. Ugh. And so I'd walk over there and they have all the different kinds of coffees I and know. a million different kinds of creamers and everything. And so it's exciting. Not bad. It's so exciting. I think I've told this story, but when I worked at the LA Times, we had to pay for our own coffee, duh, even though we worked like until dawn. But we had to pay for our own creamers and they were 15 cents each. And I did not know that <laughs> they, I didn't know that for the first like year, I would just take a creamer or two. And someone's finally like, you know, you have to pay for those. And so I used to have to go out to my car and look for like nickels under the seat to get coffee creamers. It's like, <sighs> LA Times, this is not how you keep people. No. <sighs> just go to 7-Eleven and load your pockets up. Right? Just yeah. like a little squirrel. <laughs> That's right. And they're always busting out fresh pots of coffee. Yeah, they too. keep it Love fresh it. all yeah. hours. Keep it fresh. Yeah. When I was in Italy, and it's uh, only an asshole starts a story that way. Yeah. But it was very hot. Except Italians are not all I'm sorry, yeah. Jesus. Uh, it was very hot, and we went to a gelato store, and so, or gelateria or whatever. Um, gelato's RS. <laughs> you won the gelateria. Did you win the gelateria? Yeah, I won the gelateria. But I did not win the napkin lottery. Mm. So I was taking napkins, and the woman was like, basta, basta, madam, basta. I don't speak Italian. Like, you mean faster? Like <laughs> I don't speak Italian. I could tell she was saying something that seemed like it was going to harsh my mellow, so I just wasn't really paying attention. So I'm like, I'm first of all, I'm not, sh- I sound like a jerk in this story, but like, I'm not sure you're talking to me and I don't know what you're saying. So I'm just going to ignore you and hope that this is directed at someone else. But it wasn't, it was directed at me. I was taking too many napkins. Oh. I think if you run a store that yeah. sells sticky, melty stuff mm. on a day that's above 90, you yeah. can't limit the napkins. No. By the way, though, I think like Baskin Robbins and them, they'll have those like, those napkins, those really small napkins in the thing yeah. that are like one ply. This is what so these were. So you have to get like so a million I, yes. of them and they're like tightly squeezed in there so they rip. Hate that. No, yeah. Give me a moist towelette. They owe you a moist towelette. It's the least they could do. Like like a hot washcloth with yeah. tongs. That's what they owe you for the See, the Japanese, they fucking get it. Yeah, they do get you it. You know, they come around with that shit. You didn't even ask for it. I know. And then you're like, oh, I felt like such a heathen because I didn't even realize I needed this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like, do I wash my whole face with this? That's yeah. right. Danielle Lynn says, get nervous whenever I see kids carrying their stuffed animals in public, always worried they're going to lose it. Oh, that's yeah. sweet. I think I just go, oh, how cute. Yeah. But now I will think about that. I never think about that, but I have a friend, uh, Elena, and their son lost his favorite Teddy, his favorite stuffed penguin, and they bought oh, it. No. They bought it at the uh, the. Oh my gosh, St. Louis? No, no, Minneapolis Airport, Minneapolis mm-hmm. St. Paul Airport. They bought this thing a couple years ago. They've since redone the whole airport. They cannot find. Oh no! And I did one of my things where I tried to like reunite someone with something, and I went down a real rabbit hole. Looking did you for fly there? <laughs> I wanted to. I was like, do I know anyone traveling? Through? Anyway, I looked all over online for it. I could not find a duplicate. So mm. I get it. There should be a company where, oh no, the kid lost it. I was going to say where like they will duplicate your I know. stuffed animal for you, but not if you've lost it. Uh, Edible Intelligence says, several times a day, I struggle to remember the thing I promised to Google later in the day. Mm. Yes. Yeah. That's something, yeah, where you, where you go to Google. So Google does this thing now on their uh, app. Maybe they've been doing this for a long time, but I just noticed it where your frequent searches, it remembers what your frequent searches are. So if there's any news <laughs> having to do with those, it's like, right. So you open it and it's like always something you're interested in. Oh, 
And so I'll go to Google, like, oh, I got to Google this thing or person or whatever. And then I'll be like, oh, this is an interesting article. And then forget Oof. what the fuck I went to Google for. Distracting. It is. I know. Whose side is Google on? Not mine. Twitter does that too. Twitter's like, hey, here's what's going on in the world. And then mm-hmm. for one of my Twitter accounts, it's all one kind of news. And the other, <laughs> it's all another kind of news. And I'm like, oh, I'm a garbage person on this account. But I guess I have my shit together on this one. Yeah, how keep, how do you think I know who Khloe Kardashian's baby was? Keep it silent. I know. Uh, Jay Lambchop says, "Whenever I hold in a fart, it sometimes rumbles within, making more noise than if I had just released the kraken." But you <laughs> never know. Yeah. Okay. Can we? I want to talk about Elliot for a second. Yeah. Um, we were driving. <laughs> we were driving yesterday, <laughs> and he was overtired and cranky, and he's in the back seat. Uh, and then I'm, I was making like fart noises and every time I'd make the fart noise he'd start laughing so he was like crying miserable <laughs> but I'd make the fart noise he, he couldn't help la- <laughs> I was like he's your son honey. I know he thinks farts are funny <laughs> well he's right but then tonight I was singing uh, Old MacDonald Had a Farm and then I decided that this uh, you know, Old MacDonald Had a Farm yeah yeah and I had some cows yeah 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 with a and he wasn't he gave me nothing <gasps> He no. doesn't think they're he, tonight. I, he didn't think they were funny. It's a cold room. He did. Th- if I mooed really loudly, he thought that was funny. Yeah. So I was doing a lot of mooing, but the moos got more of a response than the farts. You were workshopping it. It's yeah. Fine. You don't have the right fart touch. Yeah. Dave Cross says, and this is the the last one. Despite growing up with countless drawings, I have never seen a worm in an apple, even when apple picking. Oh. Yeah, I don't think I have either. There was a caterpillar in my cauliflower once. Oh, that's oh. exciting. Yeah, it actually was very disturbing to me. Oh. Um, and there was like a big old egg sack. Oh. Just like a cluster of Ugh. gelatinous caviar, uh, caterpillar caviar oh. in there. It was pretty gross. Yeah. I think before like pesticides and stuff, that used to be more common. But Perhaps. we w- <clears throat> Excuse me. We would see them in backyard apples from people's trees and stuff. But yeah, never a... Never one from the store. I think I've seen one. I used to. I used to volunteer to shuck the corn in hopes that I would find. Oh yeah, a caterpillar in there. I'd be like, "Let me at it." It felt like finding a pearl. Yeah, I don't know. Would you? Did you ever yeah. find one? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, it's corn all the time. Yeah, and corn caterpillars. You're like, I found a friend. And when we were kids, <laughs> the adults would say, "Oh, well, you know, that's a good ear of corn because the the caterpillars in it." Because it's sweet. It knows what the good ones are. What would you do? That was just to keep oh, the kids from being grossed out. Yeah. What would you do with the caterpillar once you found it? Eat it. Yeah, you just eat it. Yeah. Huh. You're like a gummy bear. Mm. They're toasty. Yep. Were they cute? They were usually poo colored. They were like a grassy, weedy poo color. But then you'd just let them go in the backyard. And you know they were out there being like, there's no fucking corn here. Why did you put me here? And you're like, enjoy the wasteland of my lawn. And they're like, get me back on the corn. Yeah, like, I was living in corn. What, yeah. what happened? What are yeah, you where, doing? Where the do one I, I found in my cauliflower in my tiny kitchen in a New York apartment was like fluorescent green. Okay. Ooh. A special cauliflower caterpillar. I don't know what it was doing in there. I'm going to be honest. I, I don't either. It's probably an alien. Bumming me out. It, it, was, it was like alien jizz yeah. green. It Al- was, yeah. Almost all of the natural world creeps me out. I know. That's why I fell in love with you. I fell in, yeah. we were dating. We had just, it was very early on and we were going back to Daniel's apartment and there was some kind of like on like the door frame oh, as we were approaching bug. his apartment. No, it was like some little thing, like a leaf. It was yeah. like an egg sack stuck to the wall. No, it was a bug. Mm. But it had, no, it was like a, a, an, a, 
egg sac and like a little tiny little worm was coming out of it or something. No, no, it was a. I know the what you're talking. This particular apartment complex had these around, oh. and they looked like that, but, but it, it was wasn't a bug. An egg sac. It, yeah, it was a. It was one of those things, and you couldn't kill it. Like, what? like I once tried to smash it, and it would just—it was still alive. Like it was the weirdest <laughs> fucking alien. Ugh. I have no idea what this could be, but I'm intrigued. Yeah, anyway, you're like, oh, nature is so gross, and I thought it's the we grossest. Could get along. Allie Ward doesn't feel the same. I love it. I, I see, I see a bug, and I'm like a friend. I love it. I want to feel that way. But I don't. I just think they. I I see every. I see almost every bug is just a friend I haven't met yet. <laughs> you see mice the same way, <laughs> kind of. I mean, isn't it weird to think that mice have uncles? And yeah. Aunts? When I did theme park improv, when I was the monologist, wait, wait a did, minute. <laughs> Everything does. Yeah, I know. Okay. Like, but a mice cockroach? don't relate to the no, uncles and aunts not. as uncles and aunts. No, but like a cockroach has grandparents. Yes, How weird is that? You know yeah, what I mean? A cockroach has cousins. Crazy. Anyway, <laughs> improv. Yeah. Afterwards, when we went back in the green room, there was this tiny little baby mouse just sitting there. Mm. It, but it was very Did cute. Did it have like a little red leather coat on? Yes. <laughs> it was very, it's weird. Mice can be, it's so weird the way we react to mice. And I react to them the same way, but like they can be extremely cute. Yeah. So anyway, I'm like, you guys, look, there's a tiny, really cute little baby mouse. Well, because they was, spread diseases, I think. Yeah, that is But anyway, they saved him. They put Aww. a cup over him and carried him outside. I mean, which was yeah. good. I've lost my shit around rodents. I'm not going to lie. Like, yeah. I'm not happy when Did I Did they see steal them. it? Uh, yeah, I lost it. I was like, anyone's seen my shit. The rodents are like, it's over here. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Sneaky. I need to tell you about a dog. Okay. You are a dog. Poop on your bed. You are a dog. Poop on your bed. A doggy dog. Poop on your bed. Dog, 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 dog. Poop on your bed. Dog, 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 dog. Poop on your bed. That's what you are. Poop on your bed. Sweet pea. So a woman wrote in. She is fostering this dog currently and looking for a home for him. Sweet pea is from the Sacramento County Animal Shelter. He's a Catahoula pit mix. He loves other dogs and would do really well with a canine playful buddy. He walks nicely on a leash is potty trained and will do okay with a cat if slowly introduced people can go to the website sac county dogs s-a-c-c-o-u-n-t-y dogs.com and read more about sweet pea and other dogs available his adoption fee is only ten dollars if people go through the adoption counseling that the shelter and the rescue groups uh provides and uh she said thank you for doing this the shelter is full right now and we need all the advertising for these pups that we can get um, and she's been a fan for years. So go check out Sweet Pea. Go to sackcountydogs.com. I'll put a link in the episode summary. Okay. Thank you guys for being on the show. Listeners, sure. thank you for listening. Jeff, where do we find you? You can find me on Facebook and Twitter at Colonel Jeff Fox. Daniel? You can find me at Daniel Quants, Twitter and Instagram. D Quants on the Snappy Dullsbury. <laughs> and check out my podcast, um, The Watching Hour. On uh, iTunes and whatnot, we're talking Westworld. What? That's right. So uh, yeah, we're having fun over there, just chatting it, up, chatting it up. Dope, Allie. Uh, where do we find you? What should we look out for? Well, I'm Allie Ward with one L on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Um, uh, my podcast is called Ologies. It's a different ologist every episode. And this week is fear. An actual fear ologist. We talk all about fear, stress, anxiety, why we have it biologically, what to do to get around it. It was 
such an insane interview. I made it a two-parter because I talked to this woman for two hours. So part one comes out tomorrow and it was life-changing. That sounds great. It was crazy. It was so interesting. So yeah, how to not be afraid and stressed out and anxious all the time. What's Super theology? Cool. It's literally called fearology. Oh. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. I checked and it is an actual ology. So Mary Poppins. I to listen to this. Yeah, it was really good. You missed it. There was some hot cloaca talk on a Monday episode oh, a couple of yes, weeks ago. And yeah. I was like, oh, Allie's... Oh. You know her, how I, her ears yeah. are ringing somewhere. You know how I feel. My cloaca was just all of a flutter, I'm sure. That's so exciting. Who, what, who was that that we were talking about cloacas with? It had to do with like how birds have sex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't... Was it, was it Allie Rosen? Oh, maybe. I had a guest with... Uh, there's another I one. I know. Yeah, I yeah. saw. <gasps> maybe it was. That, that per- perhaps. I don't remember. Well, I was there in spirit. Yeah. Me and my non-cloaca. But yeah. So then ologies... Uh, iTunes, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. Perfect. Follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. Follow me on Instagram at Allison Rosen. Go to uh, AllisonRosen.com and you can find all the other places to follow at and get my book, etc. You guys, thanks for being on the show. Listeners, I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? We had a good time Yeah, Allison Rosen is your new best friend.